This podcast is sponsored by New Hampshire Vape Gallery, slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com, and naturalbossnh.com. More on that later. Let's get into episode 75. What is happening, TWT fans? It is so good to be back. It is Wednesday, September 8th at 11.30 in the morning, 2021. And I'm just uh, enjoying the beautiful weather outside. That's what we got going on today. So I want to start off by saying thank you to all the new subscribers. I'm just so excited. It keeps me coming back week after week. And I greatly appreciate all of you subscribing. Just remember to set those alarms if you want to know when all the new podcasts upload. And uh, check out my sponsors, okay? Super important to help keep this thing afloat. They're in the description underneath the video. If you are new to the podcast, that's right. If you're watching, need to be clicking, smashing, hitting that subscribe button is the most important thing you can do. Um, it's the only thing I'm asking you to do. It means nothing to you and everything to me. So go ahead, click that subscribe button. If you want to know when all the new videos upload, make sure you set the alarms. And then of course, share, rate, review, give a thumbs up on the video. If you like it, or if you love it, uh, put some comments, make friends in the comments that all helps the podcast grow. And I need your help to do that. So this is what I'm asking of all of you out there to do if you have already subscribed or if you're just checking out the podcast for the first time. If you want to get more involved with the podcast than just subscribing and liking and making comments, talkingwithtofer at gmail.com. That's right. T-A-L-K-I-N with Topher at gmail.com. Put whatever you want to talk about in the subject line. Send your email, send your video. You get picked. I got free merch for you. That's right. Me and Slowdown collaborated. I got some items that I can send to you for getting involved with the podcast. Okay. So send all that information to T A L K I N with Topher at gmail.com. You want some free merch? You got to put Slowdown in the subject line, and that's it. I pick you out. I read your story. We do a Zoom call. You're getting some free merch. Super exciting. I'm so glad my sponsors are joining up with me to help get all of you more involved with the podcast. Just send it all over to T-A-L-K-I-N with Topher at gmail.com. And then, of course, you can always follow me on social media. That's right. Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and Facebook. Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and Facebook. Go there. Follow extra content throughout the week. Uh, some weeks are better than others, but I try my hardest. That's all I keep doing. I keep putting in 110% and you are all showing me that it's working. Um, so I appreciate it. And again, you can follow me on all social media, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and Facebook. And now with all of that out of the way, let's get into the podcast, right? This is the weekly roundup. Yes, it has been an insane week for me. I want to know how all of you, how's everybody's week out there doing? You know, I know I don't normally ask this question. That's because I'm talking into a camera and nobody can answer me. But I feel like if you want to tell me, I need to ask. 
So I'm asking, send uh, your whatever's going on with you, send it on over. You know, send it to the email. Get more involved. I talk about what's going on with me because that's what this podcast is all about. But I do want to hear from all of you as well. I hope your weeks are going good. I hope your months have been going good. I know the last year and a half has been rough for a lot of people out there. And if you're struggling and need to talk to somebody, well, I'm here. I want to talk to all of you out there. So let's get this thing rolling. Um, But my week, uh, let's see. You know, Tuesday, nothing. It was a normal order day. Um, It was a normal day at work. Um, Nothing too exciting happened. And uh, sometimes I really prefer that because the way the rest of the week went was a roller coaster ride. So Wednesday shows up and I'm going to edit the podcast like I always do. And I've been saying how electronics have been fighting me. I've been upset uh, just freaking out at the electronics. And I said that I wanted to work on that and do it less. Well, I didn't yell and scream, which was the good thing. But the bad thing was, is I got flagged on YouTube. Yes, I finally got flagged. Now, the funny thing about getting flagged is it doesn't damage your account. It doesn't put anything against you. Um, you're not blackballed. You're not anything. Basically, they just would not allow my video to upload. So because they did this, I had to reconfigure a bunch of stuff, right? Now, mind you, I spent until about 4 o'clock in the afternoon editing the video. It was a very long podcast last week. Now, I don't know if you know this or if you know anything about video editing. When you have an hour and 45-minute podcast, that's like six hours of editing. Never mind recording it, doing the ads, putting everything together. It's a a total of 10 hours. I would have to say approximately 10 hours total is what I do a week on this podcast. And that's not a big deal. I do have the time. I make the time for it. But I didn't finish until 4.30, 5 o'clock Wednesday. So now I'm uploading it, right? I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. It's taking its time. I finally get it uploaded. And now I get it exported. I always say upload it. It's exporting. You got to get the video exported to the computer. Then you can upload to YouTube. I started uploading it at 7 o'clock at night. It wasn't until about 9 o'clock at night where it was finally uploaded to YouTube. So now my wife goes to bed. I'm sitting down. I'm typing everything out, doing the descriptions. I'm doing the timestamps. I'm doing it all. And all of a sudden, I'm trying to continue, and I got a red X. And I was like, what's this? And I realized that it's telling me that it will not allow my video to be seen. This is something I've never experienced. I'm like, what is going on? Why can't, you, why can't anybody view this? And then it's like, well, this part of your video cannot be shown. So if you watched last week's episode, I wanted to talk about Tyron Woodley and Jake Paul's fight. I put the video in, but I just pulled it up from YouTube. 
Well, I didn't realize that in the upper right-hand corner of that video, it says S-H-O-P-P-B. I just grabbed a video off of YouTube of the fight. It was broken down to a minute and 38 seconds. It was all the highlights. I thought it was going to be really cool. CBS basically said, you can't show this, which was upsetting. So you're supposed to be able to hit trim inside of YouTube, and it's supposed to do all of the work for me and then fix the video and re-upload it. Well, it was about 12.30, and nothing was getting done. So I deleted the entire video, went back into Filmora, and then uh, had to edit it myself and then re-upload it to YouTube. So by the time that video uploaded at 7 o'clock in the morning, I did not get to bed until 2.30 that morning. So I finally get it uploaded. I finally get to finish the description when I wake up in the morning. And you all finally had it available to you at 7 o'clock in the morning. So I apologize for it being two hours late. I got to pay more attention to the videos I play. And I probably won't get flagged ever again. But... First time for everything, right? It's everything on this thing is a learning curve. Um, so I was just like blown away, took forever, was super happy when it was finally done and viewable for all of you out there. So Thursday morning, I wake up, I take care of all that stuff, just like I said, and then I got to go to work. So I go to work and now I am uh, just trying to get everything done, um, working on orders. And I noticed that the case, like the showcases, they have frames on them. And they separate over time from opening and closing the doors. Um, they just separate. It's, it, it's just the way a showcase works. Once they get old, they get flimsy, things fall apart. It's just the way everything goes in this world. So... I have been doing retail now for 26 years. I have manipulated, fixed, and uh, just maintained showcases for years. I have been doing the exact same thing I've always done for the showcases in our store for the last five years. So I take a little hammer, and I just teeny tiny tap the frame, and it puts it back together. And then every week, you just got to do that. So for five years, once a week, I tap the frames and put them back together. So Thursday, I noticed this is happening. So I go and I tap the frame. I give it two taps and it needed one more. So I gave it one more. And then the whole side panel cracked. And I'm not talking cracked. I am talking like shattered. Now, this is the crazy part. Those panels do not have plastic in them. They have no safety, anything to hold them together. They're, the, the way a showcase works is the safety is it just shatters into teeny tiny pieces. So any showcase out there, if you shatter it it just turns into little tiny pieces and it shatters everywhere this thing spidered 
the whole thing. I'll put a picture up. Uh, 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 I'll put a picture up for all of you. Uh, but it just spidered. And I'm standing there, and I am just shocked. I'm shocked at the fact that this happened. I'm shocked at the fact that it has not fallen apart yet. You can still, I can still hear it cracking. It's still cracking. It's still spidering. You can see it turning into tiny little pieces, but it hasn't fallen apart yet. So I'm like, oh my God, I just ruined a display case because there's no repairing this. There's no taking out panels. There's no replacement panels available for the side of a showcase. It's only the tops. You can only replace the tops on those. So now I'm freaking out because I just ruined a $2,000 showcase, right? Fucking A. So I'm like, oh, my God, if a customer touches this, I'm screwed. Uh, I called the owner. I'm like, dude, I fucked up the showcase, you know, uh, at first. He thought there was a way to fix it. Within the next day, he realized you can't. So now I'm freaking out. I got a bunch of customers, super busy Thursday. And so what I do is, is when I finally have a moment, I start. I, I was like, I know, I, I think I know what I can do. So I take packing tape and I put it around in a frame and then I fill it and I cross check it. And it didn't fall. Most amazing part of this entire story is that those panels are meant to get cracked and then they're just supposed to fall apart. And I got to tape the whole thing. So then by 5.30, 6 o'clock, I tape the inside of the case. I, I finally have a moment in time to do that. So I tape the outside and the inside of this case, of this glass panel. And now... It kind of looks like a piece of art. It looks like it's supposed to be there almost. Because in reality, it shouldn't be there anymore. I should have an open showcase, which I was super worried about because I don't want people reaching inside my showcase. I don't even like it when people go around the corner to like get a closer look at the discounted juice. It's like, no, 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 no. You stay behind the plastic. This is, you don't belong behind my counter. So I want to get a door or something so that people are deterred from coming behind. It's so weird when someone comes behind the counter. It's, it's almost unnerving. I absolutely hate it. I don't walk behind the, the counter at a Walmart. You know what I mean? Like, why is it, why is it when people come into uh, the vape shop and stuff, it's like a, a different experience or something? They, like, forget about retail rules? It's like, if your body is behind the showcase you know you're in the wrong spot, right? Don't do that. It makes the person behind the, the showcases uncomfortable, especially myself. But anyways, that's a different story. So um, I get this all done. I get it all taped up. I'm feeling pretty good about it. There's no coming back from this. So I, I literally ruined the showcase, but it's still functioning. Uh, it was right at the end. So it almost looks like it's supposed to be there. It's almost like a piece of art. And since that's what the vape gallery is going for, we want vape and we want art, art gallery, right? Uh, I, liked, I, I was like, I can live with this, um, but it does make me sad that it happened. Um, but yeah, so Thursday, break the showcase. Great. Have a super crazy busy day. Um, and then Friday... Uh, you know, 
dealing with relationships are always hard. Um, but hey, sometimes you have bumps in the road, right? And they don't take one day to get over. All right. Especially if you've been with somebody for 13 years, it's not a one day event. So ran into some bumps. We ended up talking about it and, uh, it was a really, it was a, you get inside your head when things are not resolved and it ruins, you know, your day. So it was a super busy day at work, but of course I'm dwelling on everything going on at home and I brought it to work with me and I couldn't seem to let it go. But then Saturday shows up and then I am trying to get through the day. Uh, me and the wife discuss a bunch of shit where I'm feeling a little bit better about things. So I'm trying to make the best out of Saturday. Then I get a phone call from a woman that uh, I sold the wrong product to. And that's fine. I have no problem admitting my fault. I heard something. I, I, I made a mistake. Okay, you're going to make mistakes and you got to realize that that happens. There's so many of these stupid vape products out there. And I only say stupid because if a company would just make a vape and then actually sell the vape for a solid year would be amazing. But these companies come out with something and then they delete it in, in, in like three months. So I call it stupid because there's so many different parts to one device and then that device doesn't even last six months and they're coming out with a new one and it's like it's just this endless uh cycle of just new pods new coils new this new that and i feel like it's just like guys slow down this is stupid right so that's why i say it's stupid not because the products are stupid or whatever it's just annoying that i've just never seen anything move so quickly like Cell phones, yeah, like once a year, you know, you got a whole bunch of phones coming out. But vape, you've got one product coming out, and then three months later, they've already dropped two new products and deleted that other one that you just sold to a whole bunch of people, and now they can't get pods of coils for it. And I'm like, this is just crazy to me. So uh, she calls. I say, oh, okay, um, what, what was it? She tells me the product, and I go, oh, okay. I understand what happened here. Uh, you said cocoa. I gave you cocoa pods. Uh, I, I, I wasn't aware that you had purchased the new cocoa prime because there's a brand new one that just came out. I mean, I literally had it on the shelves for 24 hours and I didn't realize that like, that's what she was asking for because that's a coil slash pod system. So now you need coils for that one, not pods. Oh, my God. And that's what I find annoying, and that's why I say this is stupid. There's just so much. I mean, if you really try to dive into vaping and try to understand it, it's so it's so overwhelming. There's just so many products. You have to try and remember everything. I can't, and I'm human. I make mistakes, but I'm willing to own up to those mistakes. So... She's like, yeah, well, I got to get the coils and this and that. I can be there after work. And I said, oh, okay, great. She didn't tell me how many packs she bought. I only had one pack of coils left over. So I put it off to the side. So now I put it off to the side, and I'm waiting for her to show up. Well, she shows up around 5.30, 6 o'clock. Uh, she comes in, and then four other people walk in behind her. 
because it's just been a crazy, it was a crazy weekend that weekend, of course. Like, on top of everything else, it was just super, super fucking busy. And, and that's good for business, but sometimes when you're stuck in your own head, it's, it's very, uh, it's a lot to deal with. And so, I tell her I got the coils, set them aside, bring in your product, we'll flip it out. I really apologize. But while I was on the phone with her, I said, if you tell the person behind the counter that you have the Coco Prime, the person behind the counter should go, oh, you need coils, not pods. And that's all I said. I wasn't trying to be anything but uh, upfront with her and try to make her purchasing experience easier because there's a Coco, there's a Coco Prime. So you got two different devices. They take totally different things. Super annoying. She comes in and right off the bat just starts yelling at me, telling me I am inconsiderate. I am condescending. The way I spoke to her on the phone was rude. And I was like, I wasn't trying to be rude. And when we got off the phone, I told you I had your coils for you and you seemed okay with it. And she goes, well, I wasn't okay, but I wasn't going to yell at you over the phone. So you're going to come into the store and yell at me in front of my face and do it in front of four other people. Okay, okay, I'm I'm absorbing this. My anger is rising, but there's nothing I can do. I call it uh, my retail mentality. As long as I'm behind that counter... I am the nicest person I can be, and I will keep my mouth shut because I've, I mean, being in retail for 26 years, I've yelled, I've popped off on some customers, and it doesn't get you anywhere because you're always in the wrong because you're the employee. That's the, that's the end of that story. You will always get reprimanded. doesn't matter. It's okay. I get it, but at the same time, I'm like... This is crazy. You're, you're yelling and screaming at me. I got other customers. And I was like, no, I wasn't trying to be condescending over the phone. I was trying to let you know that there's multiple devices. And if you just say this word. And she's like, you kept cutting me off and you wouldn't let me finish. And I go, what do you mean? She's like, I kept saying Coco Coils, Coco Coils. But you kept cutting me off and you wouldn't let me speak. And I'm like, if you want to speak, speak. You're doing it pretty good right now. Why couldn't you do it? yesterday well you wouldn't let me you just kept cutting me off you were very condescending you you this you that I was like oh my god I am just trying to work with you I'm trying to figure this out we all make mistakes didn't want to hear it I think and I'm just throwing this out there it's my own opinion she did not seem like she was very fond of men in the first place let's put it that way So I was like, oh, she's just an angry person, and she was looking for somebody to fucking yell at, and I'm that person today. I got to be the lucky winner of her lottery. You know what I mean? So as she's yelling at me, I'm like, okay, well, uh, you got two packs of pods, and I've only got one pack of coils to give you. I don't have anything else. I was like, do you... Now, I have to go through the steps. When you are in retail, you have to go through the steps to try and keep your drawer even, right? You don't want any any paperwork at the end of the night. That's all. I don't like doing uh, extra paperwork. I don't want to do extra paperwork. So, I'm like, oh, did you use a credit card? 
because I can look up the last four digits. We can get this over with real fast. Nope. Do you have your receipt? I didn't get a receipt because I didn't think I'd be returning these. Okay, fine. What about, uh, do you want anything in the store? No, I don't want anything. I just want my coils and I want to go. Okay, well, I go, all right, so you don't want, okay. So let me, um, I'm like, uh, so I got to just give you a, a refund. Let me figure out how to give you a refund. You know what? I don't even want my money. And I go, wait a minute, what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a payout. Now, as I'm trying to say, I want to, I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm giving you your money. Just let me do a, and she starts yelling. You keep the fucking money. I don't want the money. Just yelling at me as she's walking to the door. I'm, I guess I'm just out 20 bucks and I'm trying to tell her, no, I'm, I'm walk, I'm, I'm at the register. I'm trying to open the drawer for her to give her her 20 bucks. I'm typing in the payout. And as she leaves, she goes, you fucking, I'm never coming back here again. Keep the money. And I'm like, this is weird. And then as she's slamming the door, she's like, you're right. This is fucking weird slams the door and walks out and the four customers that are standing there are like what the hell just happened and I'm like oh my god and of course now I am feeling just awful I'm feeling awful because as she was walking out I popped open the drawer and had her 20 bucks in my hand and I'm like well I just did the payout I'm not going to pay it back in. So I take the 20 bucks and I put it under the drawer. I take the payout slip and I put it where I need to put it for tonight's, for that night's paperwork. And everybody's looking at me and I'm like, what just happened? And they're all like, that Karen has a problem. And the lady was, it was three guys and one, one woman who was, who was in the store at the time. And she looks at me and she goes, honey, do not let that bother you. Let that roll off your shoulders. She was a cunt. And I was like, I love that word. I think that word's great. Uh, We should all use it more because when it's deserved, it's deserved. And that made me feel good because the three guys were like, my God, what the hell is her problem? And they all said the same thing, you know. Don't don't worry about it. Obviously, she has some tension she needed to get rid of, and hopefully she got rid of it. We all saw that you were trying to give her her 20 bucks. So we didn't see you do anything wrong. She did it all wrong. So I was like, okay, at least I got four people on my side right now. But I still felt like shit. She still managed to make me feel like fucking garbage. And it was really upsetting. I had to leave a long note. For Joe, um, he ended up calling me uh, sat, uh, Sunday morning anyways, and we ended up talking about it, and he understood. But I, the whole time, I'm worried that she's going to go on Google and give us a one star and say that we stole her money, and I'm having all these thoughts. I'm like, oh, my God, this can't be happening. This, is, this isn't what happened. You know what I mean? So I'm, like, freaking out in my mind, and Joe was just like, calm down, man. She And my wife said the same thing the night before when I told her. I was like, babe, this all just happened. And she's like, 
So put the 20 bucks back in the drawer and call it a day. She comes back in, take care of it then. And I was like, yeah, I probably should have. And then Joe said the same thing. And I just felt like putting the money back into the register was proving her point that maybe I, you know, I felt like maybe I was stealing at that point. And I didn't want to feel that way when I left at the end of the night. She already had me feeling like a piece of shit in the first place. And, and that's what some people do. They want you to feel like a piece of shit so that they can lift themselves up and feel less like a piece of shit because probably when she goes home, she's the piece of shit. I don't know, but it is possible. Um, so that's, that's how my work weekend went. It was crazy, and it was so much to deal with. Um, you know, Sunday, more of the home, you know, uh, dealing with what was happening earlier that week. Um, but the great thing about what happened was that even though we were both upset with each other, we got to communicate. We got to talk. And yeah, sure, it took five, six days of conversation. And finally, as of yesterday, I started feeling better. So you're talking Wednesday, Thursday last week to yesterday, which was Tuesday. That's how long it took before it was kind of less bumpy. That is okay. That is good because we had great communication. We got to speak. We got to talk. We got all of it out. We got to let each, each of us got to let the other one know exactly where we're coming from. It's not going to get resolved in 24 hours. 13 years of shit doesn't get resolved in 24 hours. Just like my 26 years of bullshit doesn't make up for the five years that I put in so far being sober, uh, being off of alcohol. So that was Sunday, and then there was some other stuff that went on, but nothing exciting. Um, I started getting into uh, Nine Perfect Strangers. Awesome, awesome show. I think I got, there's one more episode, I think, coming this week. Fucking awesome show. You, if you haven't checked it out yet, it's on Hulu. I love it. Um, really, really good. Um, American Horror Stories, the... Uh, the, not American Horror Stories, but American Horror Story um, is back. That's exciting. Uh, fin I binged all of Archer. That was great. Um, and then Sunday was just a, you know, a relaxing evening uh, once we got past all the BS and we got through it. So Monday shows up, and this is why I wasn't recording on Monday. So I've been having router issues. Probably because I had a router modem and a router. Now, if you don't like, if you don't know computers, you don't know electronics, this could get a little boring, but I'll try to speed through it. So, back in the day, I had a router modem. I kept the router modem, but wanted an updated router. So, I just bought a router, bypassed the router on the modem, and just linked off of my new router. It worked good, but then a couple years down the road, things started happening. The routers wouldn't communicate to each other. They would, one would try to take over the other. You got tons of lag. You got 
shit dropping. I always have to reset the router. I always have to disconnect my Wi-Fi from my phone, reconnect it because it won't be sending signal. Tons of issues for the last two years been dealing with this. So I was like, screw it. I'm going to get a cable modem. Eliminate the cable router, right? Get rid of the modem router with a modem only. Then link the router. Perfect. Sounds great. Buy the new modem, get it in, call Comcast or Xfinity because you have to do that. If you want to change your cable modem, you have to call them. It's just like buying an HD TV. If you buy an HD TV, plug it in and set it up, but your but your your provider is not set up to specifically send you HD quality, your TV will look like shit. Learned that the hard way too. Bought a TV, didn't work, returned it, bought another one, didn't work, called them, they fixed it. So, da-da-da. So I call them. We're doing everything. I got the blue light on the thing. We've got full internet. Then I try to connect my router. Well, let's make this story a little bit shorter. Xfinity, the guy that was on the phone with me, was on the phone with me for six hours. On and off, he called Aris customer service for me. He called uh, Google customer service for me. And he was on the phone with me uh, every step of the way. He would have to hang up. He would call me back. Like, it was amazing. I have never had that good of customer service from Xfinity. I'll be honest. This guy was one in a million. So, my router, not compatible with the new cable modem. Super cool to find out. So I'm like, oh my God, what am I going to do? It's now four o'clock in the afternoon. I haven't recorded my podcast. I have no internet. And my wife is going to be coming home in the next couple hours. And she's going to want to sit down and watch TV. And what am I going to do? Tell her I can't? The guy's like, all right, here's what we can do. There's a Comcast store in the mall where you live. And I said, cool, cool. What do I do? He's like, you need to go in there. Go and ask. It'll be $14 a month. And now you can um, have a router modem from us. And that's it. I'll call you back at 4.30 and we'll get the whole thing set up. So I leave. I go get my wife came home early because of everything that's been going on. She couldn't. She didn't want to be at work anymore. She wanted to come home and talk some more, which is actually pretty healthy. You know, everything was bothering her, and then she comes home, and we really get to talk about things while we're going to Xfinity. I get there. I get the router. I come home. Guy helps me hook it up. I wish I had done this so long ago. I got rid of my, my modem. I got rid of the extra router. Now I have one single piece. Um, it's 2,500 square feet of distance and everything is seamless now. There's no lag anymore. I don't have to turn on and off the Wi-Fi to my phone and it's just 14 bucks a month. No more spending four to six hundred dollars on separate equipment. I am really I really don't know why this took me so long. I really don't. It seems like I should have done it so much sooner. But I didn't want to spend 14 bucks a month. That's 
Um, that's $220 a year. I didn't want to spend $220 a year when I could spend $200 and just buy the shit and be done with it. But you know what? Now I get a replacement whenever uh, they upgrade. Because the guy's like, we upgrade. You bring it in. You get the new one. Your renter's fee is your renter's fee. I was like, what? He's like, yeah. So in a couple of years when this thing's obsolete, you just switch it. Get a brand new one. It's like, Jesus Christ, man. This is incredible. So that's why I didn't record on Monday. That's why I'm recording today. So I was just blown away by his customer service. I was blown away at the simple fact that I resisted renting my equipment for so long. I am so happy that I am doing it this way now. I mean, everything is faster. Everything is faster. So finish up Monday, um, you know, Tuesday after me and the wife talked and all that other shit on Monday, Tuesday was just awesome. It was an amazing day yesterday. I felt more normal. I felt normal almost. And I was just so happy with it. Um, and then today is Wednesday and now I'm recording, um, no jujitsu this week for me. One school was closed on Monday Two, that pop that happened in my elbow last Monday. It's still healing. It's still tender. And I don't know, I can tape up my thumb and move on with sprained fingers and tape up all my knuckles and stuff like that. Like, it is true. The, the higher you go in rank in jiu-jitsu, the more tape winds up on your hands. But for some reason, the injury in my thumb, not as bad to deal with. I tape the crap out of it and just go. But when it's an elbow or knee, I'm taking a break because... I won't be able to function if this thing goes any further. Just like if my knee was to get really bad, I wouldn't be able to walk. That affects my livelihood. So certain injuries, like I said, they're going to happen in jujitsu if you join. There's other injuries that do happen, and they're always, you know, most of the time by mistake. I'm sure there's some guys out there that, are not doing it by accident, but they'll get found out and then they won't be with the school anymore. But for the most part, it's a complete accident. When my elbow popped, he let go of me. He was in shock. I was like, what the hell just happened? But it's just a little tender. And I right, right around here, very tender. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to take a week off. It'll give me time to do a whole bunch of stuff. And next week, I'm going to try to get back into it. And uh, I'll just take it easy with that arm. Um, but yeah, so that's my weekly roundup. So as everybody knows, uh, my grandmother passed, uh, a couple months ago. Boom. When she passed, it was a very upsetting time for me. And, um, I ended up receiving, well, some money from her. Okay. Um, and so what I did was, and this is just for me, I don't know if anybody else does this, but it's a way for me to deal with her death. 
one of my favorite things was talking to her. And so what I did was, is I upgraded my camera and I upgraded the microphones so that I can feel like I'm talking to her and she's seeing me. And I said this to my parents and my parents both looked at me like I was crazy, but I felt, I don't know, I felt good. It feels good right now because, you know what I mean? Like this, this was hers, right? And I got it because she's no longer here. And so now I've turned it into something that makes me feel like I am now talking to her once a week for a couple hours. And it might be crazy. It might be whatever, but it was my way of coping with not being able to talk to her anymore. So on that note, I hope everybody out there enjoys the uh, video quality um, and the sound quality because these things are amazing. And if you want to know what I'm using for a camera, it is the Sony ZV-E10. With the um, 16 to 50 uh, zoom lens on it. And then, of course, the Shure microphones. And then I got some uh, M30 headphones. So everything's upgraded um, for you and for myself and for my, I don't even know what to call it, really. I just, I feel like I'm talking to Ma again, you know? I feel like I'm talking to her every week now. And it was just my way of coping with things. But I hope you're enjoying all of this, enjoying the quality of it. New Hampshire Vape Gallery is located at 180 Lafayette Road, Seabrook, New Hampshire, down the street from Home Depot and next to Smoke Rings. We are open seven days a week from 1030 to 8 p.m. Feel free to give us a call, 603-814-4171. And remember, you can always shop inside of our store. All right, super exciting. We got Nord 4s, IPX 80s. I love this. Right? You want some Esco bars? Woo, Esco bars. These things are amazing. That's right. If you need disposables, devices, coils, juices, we got it in stock. All right. Flavors, menthol, you name it, we got it, including a great way to quit vaping or quit smoking altogether. Nin pouches. All right. We got the Nin pouches. You see the shirt? Nikki drops. Those are the the Nikki drops or lozenges. These are nicotine pouches. Two great alternatives to smoking or vaping. And you can only get this stuff here at New Hampshire Vape Gallery. Uh, we're open seven days a week from 10:30 to 8 p.m. We're located at 180 Lafayette Road, Seabrook, New Hampshire, down the street from Home Depot, and next to Smoke Rings. Um, you can give us a call, 603-814-4171, and I look forward to seeing you there.
Slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. That's slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. You're not sure how to spell that? It's right here at the bottom of the screen. All right? It's also in the description underneath this video. Uh, just go there and check out all of their products. All right? That's what helps the podcast stay afloat is all of the wonderful sponsors. So check them out. They've got beach towels. they got kids' clothes. they got... Leggings for women. They've got sweatshirts and sweatpants and winter hats. Oh, I don't want to talk about it, but winter's coming. All right. Fall is almost here. September 22nd will be fall. Get your sweatshirts. Get your sweatpants. Get your long sleeve shirts. Get your beanies. Get ready for the cold because it's coming. And you can get all of these things here at slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. That's slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. Again, you're not sure how to spell it. It's right here at the bottom of the screen. And remember, it's always in the description underneath the video. Naturalbossnh.com. That's N-A-T-U-R-A-L-B-O-S-S-N-H.com. This website is amazing. I love it. Five amazing products to choose from, and you can only get them here. You want some hand sanitizer that doesn't leave your hands sticky and keeps you safe from the flu and COVID? Buy it. It's amazing. It's on sale. It's on sale for $3. What? What hand sanitizer are you getting for $3 that works and makes your hands feel clean? I don't know. There's not too many out there that do that for me. This one does. They've also got a lip balm. It's great all year round. And now with fall and winter just around the corner, it's going to work great for this winter, keeping those lips moist. Their salve is great for dry skin, which happens every winter to me. I get very dry skin. So this stuff comes in very handy. They got beard oil. If you want to keep it looking fresh, and get rid of some of those snarls, it's going to do that for you. And then, of course, if you have a long, stressful day at work and you want to relieve a lot of that stress, a nice foot or body soak is what you're looking for. And you can get one or all five of these products here today at naturalbossnh.com. That's N-A-T-U-R-A-L-B-O-S-S-N-H.com. And now... Back to talking with Topher. We're going to get into some current events. Uh, but first, I'm going to hydrate with liquid death. Yes, liquid death. Murder your thirst. Murder pollution, okay? Murder it all. Now... For a fun fact, I'm going to do my best, but for some reason I'm having a little bit of trouble with my OBS and I'm not capable of doing the screen capture the way I've been doing it the last couple weeks. I'm not sure what's going on, um, but I'm going to do my best. So there might be a couple parts of this segment where you won't see me. Uh, You might hear me, but you won't see me, but you'll see the video. It's only because I can't figure out how to uh, capture um, the camera 
on a separate one, even though I could do it with a USB camera. So I'm not sure what I'm doing wrong. I'm still learning all of this stuff and working with this new camera has been a little bit of a trip. Um, but uh, hopefully um, by the next week, I will have uh, figured this all out and it won't be an issue. So current events this week, let's see here. I'm going to get into the one that everybody has been talking about and let's do it. So no videos right now. Um, so we can do things like normal. All right. So. Everybody is talking about this. Joe Rogan got COVID. I mean, I think we're all going to get COVID eventually. I'll be honest with you. I think it's going to happen to all of us. And if you're unaware, there is the, there was, there was COVID alpha, COVID delta, and now there's four other new strains. That's right. Four other mutations. Some EU 1.1 or 1.2. There's a, there's a couple of them, right? There's more of them showing up. Variants, variants, variants. That, that, that's what these things do. But he got on to Instagram. And if you saw his Instagram, you saw that he threw the kitchen sink as it, at it as he likes to say. I want everybody to know, and I don't know if I can even say this word, so I'm not going to, but the I word, yes, it is a dewormer. But if you're shopping in a pet store, in a horse section, looking for it, then I call you a moron because this product given to you by a doctor is not the same shit that's in a fucking store in the horse aisle. So I'm pretty sure you all know what the hell I'm talking about, but I'm not allowed to say that word just like I'm not allowed to say the H word or YouTube will ban my video, which is ridiculous but it's because of all the idiots and morons out there shopping in fish aisles and shopping in a horse aisle for a fucking product that you should be going to a doctor for. Let's be real. If you think for one fucking second that what you're getting in a pet store aisle is the same that what a doctor is going to give you, then I'm just saying, you know, I don't even know what to say to that because I feel like that is the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. There is nothing that I will put in my body that I'm getting from a fucking pet store. But if you go to the doctors and you ask for these products, they are not the same as what you're buying in the pet store. So my message is stop buying medicine in the pet store. Don't go down a horse aisle looking for this. It's not the same. It's, it's not even close to the same. Okay. So let's get that out of the way right up front. 
Second of all, this is not affordable or even reachable for the general population. It's not. Unless you have a doctor on call and you have this stuff set up, which he had this set up, he's been prepared for catching COVID for a year now. He's had everything set up. So as soon as he caught it, he calls them and bang, he's got it all taken care of. Unless you're doing that, this is unattainable for the rest of us. Okay? So because it is unattainable in a sense for most, if not all of us, including myself, this is not attainable. I can't get my hands on this shit. I, I, I talked to my doctors about it, and they were like, we don't want to give it to you. And I feel like their decision was based off of politics because they didn't have a real good reason for not giving it to me when I had long hauler symptoms from the vaccination itself. But this is obtainable for him. It was attainable for Trump. It's obtainable for all the fucking rich people. They've got doctors on call. But it's not the same thing you're going to get in a pet store. And Dr. Drew agreed with him. He was like, everything that Joe Rogan did was perfect. The only thing that he did different than Dr. Drew did was the NAD drip. And if you don't know what an NAD drip is, you need to look into it a little bit more. I'll give you the cliff notes real quick. Basically, NAD helps your telomeres grow. It actually has been shown to help reverse aging. Amazing, amazing product. I wish I could get my hands on it. It's fucking expensive, okay? All of this stuff is super expensive, but it's great. It's having positive feedback. All of it is having such positive feedback, but there's not a lot of feedback right now on it. But that's the one thing that Dr. Drew didn't do for himself, and he was like, you know what? I would definitely get that. There's a lot more people getting the NAD drips, okay? This is not really an uncommon thing amongst the rich right now. So for everybody who wished that he died from his illness, I think you're a sick, sick person. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with everybody out there, but when someone gets sick, you don't wish death upon them because you disagree with what they say. I mean, Joe Rogan has done nothing but positive things for everyone around him and positive things for anybody listening to him. I'm a, I'm a prime example of that. But I think this needs to be talked about, okay? I know it's a, unattainable for a lot of us out there, including myself, but what he did was good. It was, it was what you should be doing. It's what our doctors should be doing for us, and they won't because they're all linked to stupidity and politics. So, for everybody out there who got mad at him, shame on you. All you're doing is looking for 
some type of clicks on your shit and you're wishing death to a person that helps so many. And that's ridiculous. And the stuff that he used, he did not get at a pet store. It was given to him by a doctor. It's not the same. It's not even close to the same. Okay? So, I think this is great. I don't think this is a bad thing. I think it's a good thing. Because we all should be able to talk to our doctors about this. But because of politics and stupid people shopping in pet stores for medications for their body, they can't. So, stop it. And... I really don't have anything else on this. I just think uh, uh, that this is the way we should be doing things. This is what doctors should be doing for us instead of waiting too long. to Like, you have to catch this within the first 48 hours in order to do the treatments that he did. And he's already talked about it on his podcast and blah, 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 blah. So I just wanted to make it very clear that people just need to calm down, okay, and stop shopping in pet stores. All right, so next one. Uh, I, I guess I should have done a little bit more reading before I pulled up my article, but that's okay. Kate Quigley, okay, she's a comedian. I find her to be very funny. She's a good follow on Instagram. Well, I guess her and four other people, um, unfortunately had some co- damn it some cocaine laced with fentanyl and now Kate is the only person alive the other three are dead uh one of them was uh Huquan Johnson I mean this is tragic and it's just it's sad It's very, very sad, but there's a message here, okay? This is not a joke. Um, I don't know what's safe out there anymore. I don't get into hard drugs. I'm not looking to get into heroin. I've done my share of cocaine in the past, but it's nothing I'm getting into today. Um, But everything is laced with fentanyl. Everything. There are so many drugs out there that are laced with fentanyl. There is barbiturates um, that you can, you get them. And I was watching this Vice thing and those have fentanyl in them. So you think you're getting a barbiturate, but you're getting a barbiturate mixed with fentanyl because you're buying it in Mexico and not getting it from your doctor in the U.S., This is a serious, serious situation. We've been seeing fentanyl in everything. It's getting more and more. Some fentanyl is getting put into marijuana. But you don't know it's there. So the only thing I can say is that um, if you're doing hard drugs... And it seems like in California right now, this fentanyl-laced cocaine is going around, which is so sad. I don't think anybody should not do cocaine, but I don't think they should have to die because they did it. You know, I just think it's wrong. They're never going to catch the people that lace this. 
You know, that was probably stamped somewhere in Mexico by some cartel. And, you know, it's never going to get linked. Um, they might be able to link the dealer, but who knows what's going to happen there. Um, but use caution, right? Because now she's in the hospital. She's recovering. Her mom says she's in and out, in and out. According to Red Band, she hit him back, said, I'm not doing good, but I'm alive. So just be careful with what you're doing out there because the way things are going, I think we're going to start finding fentanyl in almost everything and can't come back from it. You know, these people are dead because of it. And it's just really, really sad. And I just wanted to throw the warning out there because it leads right into the next one. Michael K. Williams now. Dead at 54. Now, so far, what I've seen, it's a drug overdose. Another one. Back to back. Okay? I will not be surprised if we find out that what he was doing had fentanyl in it, too. Because if it was... Because, like I said, they're finding out that this is going around California right now. It's sad. It's very, very sad. But there's got to be ways that we can protect ourselves, right? So I don't know what you have to do. um, But there are tests that you can purchase that can test the shit that you've bought. So my suggestion is either A, don't do this, or B, get the test and protect yourself. Now, you won't get a refund, obviously, if it's dirty or whatever. You've lost your money, but at least you won't die. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming uh, that I, I, I'm a, I am totally assuming that whatever he took, along with what Kate and um, the other people took. Uh, I, I believe it all to be uh, fentanyl linked. So be careful with what you're doing out there. You know, get it from a reliable source. I know a drug dealer in general is not a reliable source, but don't go to somebody you don't know. If you've been buying shit from the same person for years or you know that person, that's who you keep buying from. Don't buy from somebody else that you don't know because you have no idea what you're getting into. And it seems like we're going to see a little bit more of this because usually when drugs are laced and they get out and they start killing people, it the numbers just keep growing because the products out there, it's just when, 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 the, when they ingest it is the only time that they die. So really sad I don't, I don't know how else to protect yourself except for make sure it's a reliable source to a sense. I mean, you're buying drugs, so how reliable is it? Um, and just see if you can buy one of those little testers so that you can test your drugs uh, to see if they're lace, you know? Because I don't want anybody to... Like, I'm not looking to, like, make it illegal. Like, we're already on that path, and we know it doesn't work. And I bet you anything... If these drugs were legal today, we wouldn't see this happening. The the only reason I believe we're seeing this happen is because drugs are illegal. Now, I may be wrong, but I don't feel like I'm wrong. I feel like if they just legalize this shit, 
and stop with this fucking drug war, we wouldn't have people like him and Kate Quigley and all the rest of them die or wind up in the fucking hospital. So, what are we doing? Let's end the war on drugs and let's start the war on homelessness, on other things. Let's clean up our fucking backyard. But if you legalize it, that takes away all the power from the cartels. That's what's going to help move forward. But until they do that, we're going to be stuck in the same fucking stupid loop and we're going to lose great people like these to, dr- to drugs that are laced and it's just really, really sad. So, oh man. All right, let's get into some fun stuff. I think I got two of them and I'm going to leave the, uh, the last one for last because I'm going to have to switch my cameras around. So... This one right here, this is um, Forget Rockets. A lunar elevator is the future of moon travel. This is crazy. This is insane. I mean, I was like excited about the rockets and uh, satellites and the trash cleanup and all this other shit. But now they want to build an elevator. What? How? This is this blows my mind because how do you build an elevator on the ground and then go up 60,000 feet? So I think they were just talking about it on another podcast. You you fly at 34,000, 30 to 34,000. The top layer is at like 60 to 64,000 feet. Okay. So now you're building something 64,000 feet. Then you pop the surface and then you got to build whatever, whatever that thing is. It looks like the landing, right? So that's 70, 80,000 feet from the surface of the planet. And then I don't know what that little light is. I'm sh- I, I, maybe that's like a pod. Boom, and it shoots you to the moon. But they want to build an elevator. So you walk into an elevator. You push a button. You're like, I'm going to the moon. One, how fast is that going to move? How stable is that going to be? When the wind blows... Or a hurricane comes through. Uh, how do you make it known to planes? Like, I, I, I have to fly around that thing. You know, avoid it. I just... This one caught me off, off guard. I was like, well, wait a minute. An elevator? How does this work? How do you support it from blowing down? You know what I mean? How does that happen? I don't know. I don't know how they do this. I don't know how big it's going to be. I, I I was just like, uh, how? How do you build an elevator? And, of course, um, let's see here. Uh, let's see. What do you see when you look at the moon? Beauter, beauty, craters. Some people see dollar signs. You occasionally see other, uh, on, 
You see our only natural satellite build as Earth's eight continent because it's full of resources that are hard to ignore. A rare form of helium, helium three. Oh, so we need to get to the fucking moon because we're running out of helium and you, you need your balloons to float. Come on. We can do without helium. It's fine. Um, it could be used for fusion power. All right. Now I'm eating my words. Uh, stations here on Earth. Rare elements such as neodymo, neodymium, neodymium, minimum. Yep. Could be extracted and returned home for use for, oh, smartphones and electronics. All right. So we're just going to dig the fuck out of our moon. What happens when that thing fails? Like, do we even think about, like, we're like, oh, there's natural resources there. Let's, let's bring them all to Earth so we can have more cell phones and cameras and all this other stuff. And then all of a sudden the, the moon falls apart or something or it, it, it loses its magnetivity. And so where it is right now, all of a sudden we start taking stuff away from it. And then what? It starts spinning. Maybe it breaks away. Maybe it collides into us. I mean, do we think about these things before we're like, oh, let's just start digging and taking all these natural resources. But anyways, this makes way more sense now. But how do we get them here without blowing all the profit on rockets? According to a study published in 2019, a lunar elevator could be the answer a cable anchored to the lunar surface would stretch most of 400,000 kilometers that is 250,000 miles home it could be directly attached to the earth due to the relative motions of the two objects but it could terminate high in earth orbit yeah, and what happens when space trash hits it? That would have been added the benefit of placing it above the bulk of our space junk. Oh, okay, above the space junk. Growing problems such as we launch even more satellites, solar power robotic shuttles can move up and down the cable, acting as a convoy, convoy uh, belt to ferry precious resources our way. Okay, okay, so it's not going to be an elevator for people. Ah, uh, that makes a little bit more sense. I guess I was a little silly for thinking that. It may sound like an outlandish prospect, but Zier something and Emily Sanford, the two University of Columbia Astronomy PhD candidates behind the study, believe we could pull it off for a few billion U.S. dollars. To put that in context, Jeff Bezos liquidates one billion of his Amazon stock every year to fund his Blue Origin Space Tourism company NASA's which is sending the first female astronaut and first astronaut of color to the moon later this decade it's costing 86 billion dollars such is the value of the moon's resources a separate study eliminated the lunar elevator would pay for itself within 53 trips well I guess you don't have to test the rocket you don't you once you build it and you've tested it that's it it works right but is it going to be like an amusement park ride where if you don't eventually like clean it up, work on it, oil all its joints, like it just falls apart and then someone's head gets cut off? You know what I mean? I don't know. So uh, the cable, which would be no thicker than a pencil, would weigh 40 tones. 
T-O-N-N-E-S. Well, within the remit, the modern rockets such as SpaceX Starship, unlike a spaceship elevator that would travel from Earth's surface into, sur- into space, a lunar elevator stopping slightly shy of our planet wouldn't have to contend with a huge gravitational force. Oh, okay. The moon has no atmosphere either, which simplifies matters. This That means the cable could be made from existing materials such as Kevlar instead of yet-to-be-invented super-strong materials needed for an Earth-to-space elevator. What? Two more paragraphs. We could also combine the two. In April 2021, Chinese state-run media presented the country's idea for a sky ladder. This would be a spacecraft winched up an elevator from Earth's surface to waiting space station before being flung towards the moon, where it would meet another elevator that would lower it down onto the lunar surface. So you have to build an elevator out of Earth, and then it goes poom. And then that's going to send you to the elevator in the moon. And then you go down to the moon surface. That's fucking wild. Think about that. Wow. All right. The idea of space elevators has been around for over a century without much progress. Yeah, because I'm sure it's extremely difficult to do that. But if enough people or more likely corporations become emerged with the chance of making big bucks, we could see the lunar elevator of a gold rush in the decades ahead. Elevators could well turn out to be the way to keep the cost down and the profits literally sky high. I mean, Jesus Christ, that's so crazy. I just think it's going to be wild, right? I mean, Jesus Christ, we're going to have elevators, rockets that land themselves, cars that drive themselves, trucks. I mean, we are just going into this AI thing. This is going to take over. AI has gotten crazy. Um, Space travel's intense. All of this stuff. It seems like it's changing so rapidly, but they've been talking about this stuff for decades now. So it's just finally coming into actual life, I guess. You know, it's not just a thought or a theory anymore. They're actually building this shit, and uh, that's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. So elevators, going to space, pretty neat. My last thing is Mars. All right, so like I said, I'm having a little bit of trouble with my screen capturing, so you're going to hear me, you're not going to see me, but I wanted to play this for you. I found this on TikTok the other day, and it is just insane, okay? So check this out. This would be how we would live on Mars, all right? Check this out. Up in place into its final form. The habitation units are then placed into position and sequentially inflated to form the completed pressurized environments. The circular layout of the habitat ensures continuous accessibility of the habitat in the event of a catastrophic failure. Each connector module houses three integrated environmental control life support systems, delivering essential services like power, water, data, and oxygen to all the habitation units. A circular conduit delivers these services to multiple endpoints in each pod. The base will be remotely powered by two nuclear kilopower reactors and a solar farm, located a safe distance away from the base. 
In the next stage, the astronauts will construct and install a flat pack, I mean, rail-based racking system capable of connecting to the distribution system, enabling spaces to reconfigure so according to their spatial needs. This modular and radical design principle has been adopted for all the habitat pods, ensuring multi-use, reconfigurable environments. A Martian base should not just be a habitat, it is home for the astronauts. Each pod expresses its own identity, quality and character. A highly functional design which places the human experience at the core. Spaces include a state-of-the-art research laboratory, a hydroponic greenhouse, a fully equipped workshop with digital fabrication facilities, the sleeping quarters with gym facilities and immersive virtual reality platform. We believe that the key to success of human habitation on Mars is the health and well-being of its residents. Creating a place where work life and living combine holistically to ensure they feel connected to each other, to themselves, and somehow to their distant home. I mean, that's just insane. It's insane. I, I couldn't I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh my god, this is gonna be that's what it's gonna be. They're going to be little pods that inflate, and then you've got all this stuff inside of them. It moves around. It makes the, the easy living. You've got bots in there. You've got a full greenhouse in one. And, I, I mean, as you can see uh, from the video, those are not small. They're pretty damn big. And this is what they're coming up with at SpaceX so that we can... Uh, go to Mars and actually be on the planet and do whatever they need to do. I don't even know if they need to do anything, but uh, I think it all comes down to want. You want to do these things, right? So, pretty crazy. Um, I'm telling you, the world we live in today with the technology that we have is absolutely amazing. And it's just going to keep better, keep getting better. As long as we don't, you know, kill ourselves, you know. So, I mean, the way the world is today, um, it's hard to focus on the future. Um, but this stuff has me excited. Uh, so, I just want to share it with you. So, that's the current events. That's the podcast. I want to thank all of you again, as always, for... Uh, subscribing and uh, being with me with me week after week. Thank you so much. If you're new to the podcast, please remember to subscribe. That's right. Hit that subscribe button if you're watching these videos. If you haven't subscribed, what are you doing? Right? It means nothing to you. It means everything to me. Um, if you want to get more involved with the podcast, uh, T-A-L-K-I-N with Topher. That's talking with Topher at gmail.com. Uh, put slow down in the subject line if you want to get a free article of clothing. Um, I've got some old podcast gear that I'm looking to get rid of. Um, and I'm thinking about doing it the same way I'm doing the slow down stuff. So get involved. Uh, send the emails out. Send your videos out. And if I pick you... Uh, you're going to get some free slowdown stuff. I'm going to figure out the old podcast equipment a little bit later. Um, but with all the upgrades, now I've got a bunch of stuff that I don't need anymore. So, uh, T-A-L-K-I-N with Topher at gmail.com. That's the official email. 
And then you can follow me on all social media. That's right. Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and Facebook. Again, that is Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and Facebook. Great way to get some extra content throughout the week. And um, I appreciate it. I appreciate all of you out there. Thank you so much, as always. Um, I hope you're enjoying your Thursday. I hope you have a great rest of your weekend. And I will talk to you later.